Welcome to Not For Nothing with your hosts, Chris and Chris. It's the Super Bowl Sunday show. Chris, today's uh, Friday before the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Uh, like every other podcast, we can talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> I say we just don't. And the impact it has on everyone's life. Oh, Jesus. What are we going to do when Reba McIntyre doesn't sing the national anthem? Oh, yeah. Is it going to be over or under? <laughs> over or under. <laughs> um, I have to work during the Super Bowl, bah. which is fucking crazy. You know, you go through life. Yep. You take jobs. Mm. You don't even think about it. Yeah. I don't really yes, put the Super Bowl on my calendar, you know? Yeah. yeah. And here yeah. I am. Mm-hmm. Super Bowl-less. So you're not coming over, is that what you're telling I me? I can't come over. Uh, I know. My, my family can come over. Are they going to? They don't have to. I don't want to feel like Kristen like, is obligated to come over. I, she doesn't feel obligated, I don't think. Okay. Well, I just want to make sure. She'll bring some pigs in a blanket. Great. You're going to be down one key lamb pie, though. Damn it. I know. Chris might not let her in. I hope that you know, Mark Mark might not let her in. <laughs> the uh, the I'm so bummed. Um, I am too now. I gotta be. There's literally gonna be like four of us now. I think. <laughs> I think. Well, it's, I mean, what's the deal? Some other people dropped out. I think that like Lunar New Year is happening or something too. Oh yeah. That's a real conflict. It's not the reason I won't be there. <laughs> I won't be there because it's New York City Fashion Week. Ugh, the worst week. In the history of New York. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I am... <laughs> I'm working... I'm wor- It's so funny because it's... Uh, like, I'm working the actual, like, fashion week. The IMG. You know, the people that plan fashion week. Like, yeah. their thing. Ugh. So, uh, yeah. I, I started... I started to did a little bit yesterday. Today's the actual first day of uh, runway shows. So, I've already seen lots of models. Mm-hmm. Great. Yep. Um... They're they're kind of funny models. Mm. Like you see one in the wild, yeah, and you're like, whoa, that's a that's a model. Yeah, you see like twelve in the wild, and it looks like giraffes. It's like what? Like I don't even know what I'm looking at. (laughs) And you love giraffes, so I do. Well, I'm not like anti groups of models either, (laughs) but it's funny. Like they're like models have to be like at least six feet tall, right? Yeah, you see a lot of six feet tall women in particular. No. Um. And so when there's a lot of them, and they're all very young, you know, they're like, they're like 15, yeah. you know, yeah. it's weird. The modeling industry it that it's weird. allowed. It, it, it's okay to, to basically have a nude 15 year old, as long as it's on a runway yep. for a fashion show mm-hmm. or a photo shoot or something. Oh, yeah. It's super yeah. weird. Um, I, yeah, I, I'm, a, it, uh, it's been a long time since I've worked a, a, a New York Fashion Week event. Um, so I don't think I've ever worked one. It's been a really long time. When I first moved to New York, I lived with a bunch of uh, people in the fashion industry, model industry, actually. Uh, <laughs> Women or men? Men, men. <laughs> uh, three of my roommates were all worked as model bookers or in in some in some in the model in the modeling industry. Sure, they all still do. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And so, and I was broke. And they'd be like, it's fashion week. Do you want to, you know, and I'd get thrown a job, like working as a, as a, uh, and, and one of the best jobs, but weirdest jobs was I was a dresser. So I stood backstage and basically like just ripped girls clothes off and put new clothes on them. Like as fast as I could in a, and it was so bizarre because like you're, you know, you're un, un disrobing, you're unclothing yeah. people. Yeah. But it's, it's so fast paced. Yeah, you're not even like at all. It's yeah. crazy. Like you know, like they're like a doctor doesn't really like care about putting his finger in your butt. You know, like right. they're not thinking about it. like that's kind of like that's yeah. as close it's as I'm gonna ever job. come. Yeah, yeah. It's so fast and so yeah. crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and you don't I, even have like time to like try to you know no do creepy or weird. No. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess that uh, someone who's well trained in it could, but I feel I'm like sure. you're. Yeah. I feel like it's you, it's pretty. Uh, you pick up on it pretty quickly and it all just becomes sort of like, like you said, the job mm-hmm. then to, so for the next four days, five days, it's fucking forever. There's like show after show, after show, after show, I'm going to hate these people so much. Mm-hmm. I already kind of do, but I'm going to hate them. even more. I, I remember when I first started working with like with you and whoever else and stuff moved here and stuff. And I, literally everybody was like, fashion week's the worst. Don't ever work it kind of thing. And I was like, okay. And I, I don't, I never, I, and I got offered to, and I was like, oh, fashion week. I was like, no, nah, I don't think so. Yeah, I, I've done some stuff where, like, uh, more like on the production manager side for like smaller shows. Yeah, where you're just like, all right, DJ, do your thing here. Yeah, I might. The only thing I can think of is like I might have worked a couple because there was like some of those weird, where, like they're in like the bottom of a building or something, and it's like you know, like an empty. Yeah, like the like the, thing, the but like spin-off. you literally just set up like the stage and like pipe and drape, and yeah, then like yeah, nev- yeah. I was never working the actual event or something too. So I think maybe like I might have worked them, but like not directly involved in the uh, right. I'm not directly involved in this at all either. I'm just like overseeing the entire thing. But you have to be on site though. Yeah, I have to be on site. So right. when someone has a problem, they can have yeah. somebody to radio. Right. So if someone needs a cigarette or some cocaine or something. Yeah, yeah. If somebody need, if somebody falls down in a high heel. <laughs> <laughs> someone's not really a model but somehow they snuck in yeah i mean i'm it's it's so funny the but the funniest part is that this is it's a new venue that they're doing this at and uh so they're changing everything they've kind of their systems are all different and they everyone has to be special so there's like di- varying levels of like v- v- like the, you know the designers and the models and the and then there's the attendees but then there's the very important people and the very very important people mm-hmm. the anna wintours you know right. and everybody needs something more special Right, and it's like it's gotten to the point where it's like it. In order to give them something special, you have to give them something bad. Like the models have to check in through the the loading dock, <laughs> just so they can be more special. It's going to be like FedEx deliveries happening around models, bringing them up in a freight elevator. <laughs> they just get delivered in like FedEx boxes now. Basically, it's like we're <laughs> how how spe- <laughs> Here's the trash. Yeah. You're, you're no one else is coming up this way. Isn't that oh, great? That would be amazing. That was the actual like show uh, on like the a, loading like dock. Guy just came, yeah, like a guy came in with like a big box on like a on a on a hand truck onto the runway, like put it down, stop, and like turned around, walked away, and also <laughs> the box opens, like model pops out for like five of them. Or if they just back a fucking box truck up to the ro- the <laughs> l- runway, and open, <laughs> and like Jim <laughs> Kelly, like some PA slide open to the lock and slides it open, and they all kind of like stumble out. <laughs> it's like it's like trafficking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, really it's the like same thing. The as season this of the wire. Yeah, 
Oh, Somebody man. just plays music through their iPhone, but like <laughs> just holding someone's, it. <laughs> someone's going to do this like within 10 years. Someone's going to do something close to this. And we're going to be like, oh, my fucking God. I know. Anna yeah. Wintour has to come on like a city bus because that's like the most important thing we could like. <laughs> <laughs> it's just her on the bus. There's yeah, no she's driving it. <laughs> so, yeah, I got to be. I mean, I guess there's worse things you have to do during the Super Bowl, you know. I've, uh, I've, I, it could be at like church, you know? <laughs> Ooh, that's a tough one. I don't know. I know. It's mm-hmm. true. And the, not- the, here, so here's my conundrum, right? So I'm not going to be like incredibly busy. So like the, and the Super Bowl will be on, I will be there. Is it depressing to like watch the Super Bowl alone on like a laptop? No. It's not. No. I don't think so. Cause I think you're this, like, I don't know if anybody, I think it'd be kind of cool because you'll sort of be like the only person there who like, doesn't care about the event and like, is just watching like, sports. yeah, it's going to be me and like a security guard. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I, luckily it's not like a game that I really care that much about. I do know it will be the best Super Bowl of all time because I'm not watching it. Like I, I'm guaranteed that there's, and I'm all the way in the like west side of Chelsea. There's not a place I could like sneak out and watch it either. Mm. Like there's a there's like I think like an abandoned scores. Yeah, right. I could go to the uh, ab- abandoned scores and see if I could get one of the TVs to work. Just break in, bang on the bang on the like I'm Fonzie. You know, does this thing work? <laughs> yeah, it's bad. That's bad because it's Chelsea. So it's like. Uh... It's even worse because there's no, yeah, there's no nothing around there for you to, um, how long, how wait, how late do you have to work till though? Oh, late. I mean, fashion shows go on till the wee morning. Oh, they don't start in the morning or something? <laughs> no, they start, they start, they go late. They start, start I think like the, it's like, they do like three or four day and they yeah. start at one and then they have another one, but then they got to turn everything around. It's like, you know, everything's right. a new show over and over and over. Yeah, of course it is. Ugh, yeah. You I know. can only imagine what it's going to look like. But that being said, I'm being treated very well. Great. Because no one wants to, like, they need things from me. Sure. I got my own parking spot. So, you know, there's, oh, okay. there's, there's you pluses. Go. There's pluses. Yeah. But yeah, poor, poor me. I don't get to scream touchdown with Roscoe, his, like, favorite words, <laughs> which he just associates <laughs> with everything now. Uh, yeah, well, you'll be missed. Yeah, thank you. So it's just you and Mark, and, and, and that's it. Just, uh, my wife and our friend Kelly and uh, your wife and kid, I guess. Yeah, they'll probably. Yeah, there mind. might be some other friends. Uh, they they may have double booked themselves. We're not sure if they're going to show up or not. Super Bowl parties, man. What happened to them? Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's um, all the fanfare. Yeah, it just kind of it does. It feels different this year, anyway. It does. I honestly and like we can because I don't even know if you have any of these or not, but. I started trying to look at like prop bets for the Super Bowl this year, and I was like, these are all kind of boring and stupid. I agree. I kind of looked at the prop bet market more from like a logistic standpoint. Yeah, like I'm like, you could prop bet anything. You know, yeah. you could prop bet like a. It's like, like too overwhelming. Tampa though. Bay versus like Green Bay on week three. You know, like these there are prop bets all the time. Yeah, you could. Uh, I know. The only difference is like there's the MVP, which is always my favorite bet. That I've never gotten. And like Gatorade colors. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's, um, 
Yeah, but I feel like yeah, I just maybe it's just there's just too many now, and it's it's all I feel like it's all these single game parlays or these you know like it's all just like sort of these weird like parlays and and all these other things that are so it's it's just sort of oversaturated now. Yeah, and everyone not, gambles now. Yeah, that I think that's the thing too now, where it's like it's it's too much. There's the, the sort of the fun of it kind of has gone away from it. I you know I used to do the box every year, right. And this year I just didn't, I ran out of time, it was too busy, and then I was like, well, I'm not going to do a box and like run this dumb thing in a game I can't watch. Be like, oh, guess what, Mike, yeah. you won. <laughs> I think, <laughs> I don't know, I'm not watching. <laughs> my, my, you're keeping track while you're running a... <laughs> my wife got railroaded into buying a box from her, like the hospital she works at, and she Oof. got like two of the worst numbers. It's pretty hilarious. She oh. got like a two and a five, and I was like, you know what, you never know. You never know. Yeah. You never know. But yeah, and also like DraftKings took the boxes too. You can now you can choose your box. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, you can bet boxes based on odds. <laughs> which is like you're taking all the fun out of it. Yeah. Like the whole no, fun please. is being like number 49 because was my high school number. Right. And then it's just, yeah, it takes all the fun out of it. it yeah. It's, there's, I didn't, there was no join. I literally spent like, like the last three days keep going back and like looking at things. And then I check out their websites and be like, all right, see who like recommends like fun, you know, betting stuff, you know, for the game or something. And I was like, no, this all just seems. Well, I think the, the, the thing about a prop bet is it's, it's kind of like, it's a guess, you know, right. kind of like, you're kind of like, oh, I'm going to try to imagine what's going to happen in this game and then bet based on what my imagination tells me with like very little logic, you know? Yeah. So, and which is what I do anyway. Like, that's how I got to the Taylor Swift thing, you know? Like, right. I'm just imagining things. But now it's, now it's just, yeah, now it just feels like it's, I don't know. Well, I, I think I spent the most time on the Gatorade thing, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> because, because, because I was trying to, like, figure out, what, what, like, the Gatorade thing fascinates me. First of all, like, is it got, there's one, one of the, one of the, the bets, like, you get, you know, it's like, blue, Purple, green, for those that don't know, green or yellow, which depending on how you see that color. Sure. Uh, red, and then orange. I don't even, uh, orange, and then nothing, right? And I was like, well, like maybe in a world, like Andy Reid's already won it a couple times. He probably doesn't love getting Gatorade dumped on him. So maybe he's like, if we get this one, like, let's all act like we've been there before, you know? Maybe. Right, but he can't because Gatorade, I'm yeah, sure, maybe. pays money to like... Yeah. Be yeah. a part of this yeah. fucking thing. Yeah, yeah. And some, and some of the players are just going to be so excited, too, that, and they're going to want to dump the Gatorade, I think. I think it's just part of that tradition that, you know... that It's the dumbest of all traditions, um, I think. I don't know. I don't even understand it at all. I guess it's fine. Yeah, um, I mean, someone started it randomly, and then everyone sort of... It just took off from there every year. That became something that everybody wanted to do. So I was surprised to find out that blue Gatorade is the highest-selling color. Okay. Of Gatorade. Hmm. I've never even had blue. I don't want to drink anything blue. Mm. Ever. The blue is a color I avoid to drink. <laughs> never drink anything blue. No? Do you drink anything blue? Uh, no, I can't say that I do. Right. I mean, it's not like I'm out here drinking a lot of, like, yellow things either, unless yeah. it's pee. Um, <laughs> and then, so it's, it's blue, then purple, as far... I think, as far as color favorites. For, 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 for sales? Yeah, for sales. Yeah, okay. Purple, I get. I like, I like purple. 
I don't know if I've even had purple. Um, I'm a traditionalist. So they have not, there's, there's not been a red Gatorade bath, um, even though it's a popular color, yeah. uh, this century, I don't think. Yeah. I, feel, yeah, I feel like it's usually like the yellow or green. And because then, ain't nobody want to drink red Gatorade on, during, it's like Kool-Aid. Like, no one drinks yeah. that during the game, right? Yeah, no one's, punches, it's, uh, too, it's not a good flavor. And it's too stained your lips. So I feel like red's out, even though both teams have red. Yeah, but it's never like color coordinated either, though. I think right. So I, if I was a, if I was a gambler man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the odds on the yellow, green color because mm-hmm. it's classic. Yeah, and we haven't seen it in a while. I feel like that's the safe one. Yeah, it's like, it's like betting MVP is like the quarterback. Yeah, it's the best flavor too. Ugh. No, by far the original. I guess of the originals, yeah, I guess so. I don't like any of the originals though. Oh, I love the original flavor of. They're too like they made they it makes it's like too medicine-y kind of yep. or reminds me of, like sickness or something. Yep. I guess. I don't yeah, yeah, because you you're like it's like boy people like that and ginger. That's why I don't drink ginger ale because <laughs> it's associated with being sick. This one's got bourbon in it. <laughs> I don't like it ever. I'm not a ginger ale guy. Uh, yeah, I, I rem- so my my grandparents. Uh, we're definitely born in a different era where like, you know, they, it's, they were, they knew, remember being poor and they would make Gatorade by, uh, with the powder. Like they'd make their own. It was like, oh, Gator- yeah. you could just put a scoop in a cup and then, or a pitcher mm-hmm. and then just dump tap water on it. Mm-hmm. You could thin it out, stretch yeah. that Gatorade. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I remember very vividly, like the only time I ever got Gatorade was when it was like came out of a powder. Mm-hmm. I yeah. remember those too. I remember it used to, they used to sell even the like the individual, I think, uh, packets of the powder. And it was like the, it was oh, just really? the old school, like green. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. With, yeah, with the, with the orange lightning bolt kind of thing. And the gum? Yeah, the gum. Oh, I love the gum. Everyone loves the gum. There's, it's the best gum flavor of all time. It, you know what? Yes, you're right. 100% right. It didn't do shit, and the flavor went away pretty quickly. Yeah, but but those five seconds. Oh man, it was a burst of deliciousness. <laughs> they should have just made Gatorade candy. Mm. And just you could just then yeah. it would be like better. a Jolly Rancher or something, or just a chewy one. Right, 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 right. Yeah, a chewy yeah, like Jolly a Sour Ranch. Patch Kid or something. Like yeah, that. Gatorade Sour Patch Kid. <laughs> so I guess I mean I wouldn't bet on Gatorade. I would like now everybody's wise to the idea that you can fix the. Uh, the national anthem. I don't even think Dra- DraftKings has that on there anymore. The Gatorade? Go- no, no the the national anthem. Oh, the national anthem. Yeah. yeah. See, uh, see, that's the other thing. Like they, they they take away all the fun stuff too. Then because everyone kind of figures it out. Like everyone can. There's there's there's, there's you know there's almost a, a science to it or math to it. Everyone can you know knows probably can figure out what the over under is and stuff on this and and so they take all the fun stuff away too, which is just stupid. I know if you just like. It's not like anyone's losing a ton of money on the national anthem, you know? Like, yeah. Is anybody putting a million dollars on the national anthem? I mean, maybe they are. I don't know. But. Maybe. I don't know. There's a lot of shenanigans going on with the online g- gambling community. I do. I will say this DraftKings stock has rebounded fantastically. It's there up to go. like $41 a share, which is wonderful for me because <laughs> I really, I really bet the house on that one. Retirement fun. Yeah. So thank goodness for that. And which just goes to show that we are in a in a world where uh, gam- it's just gambling and it's gambling weed and the lottery now. There you go, money makers. It's how you make money if you have a state. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, one other fun fact about Gatorade. Uh, there's a Gatorade endowment fund, basically Ooh. a non-for-profit set up for the University of Florida where Gatorade was invented, mm-hmm. technically, by a professor at the University of Florida. Uh-huh. They, they pull about $20 million a year from Gatorade sales. Wow. I know. Nice. And who gets the school? Oh, so it's not for like uh, athletes or like scholarships or something. I don't know who where they put that money mm, into the fine arts. <laughs> I'm sure into the University of Florida's Shakespeare <laughs> department. Shakespeare in the swamp. <laughs> That's not bad. I mean, it's not bad. That's not bad. Yeah. There's a couple. There's a couple cultured folks in yeah. uh, in Tallahassee. Yeah. Is it Tallahassee? Is that where it is? Uh, no, uh, is that Florida Gainesville. State? Gained, really? Yeah, yeah, that sounds okay. right. Yeah. Tallahassee is, uh, I think it's Florida State. 20 million goes a long way in Gainesville, I bet. Oh, I bet. You could buy a lot of Waffle Houses with $20 million. <laughs> yes, yes, and meth. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of meth, I've been watching <laughs> Intervention a lot lately for some reason. Ew, why? Because I, I don't know, just popped up, uh, and I would like watch like a couple episodes. I hadn't watched it in years and years, and it's very dated because I don't think people still do that style of sure. of rehabilitation. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty sad, <laughs> mm-hmm. but it's I can't I can't like it's still like has a comfort place for me to watch people that are like addicted. I really like when people are like addicted to like like the the air cleaner for their laptops <laughs> <laughs> those are my favorite when the when the addiction it's like real oddball shit That's yeah, yeah 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 because it's not so sad it's just um it's pretty sad yeah what? but it's not like it's not like sort of meth or something no, well, that's you know, it, where it's it's a little more quirky or odd. But you're like, I mean, I, I know it can be serious, but it's just it just doesn't feel as like this is definitely taking a right turn. But I I it doesn't feel as sad. Meth weirdly doesn't seem to kill people. Oh, that's true. It fucks your life up, but it t- I, I, it takes. I think you really have to work at ki- at killing yourself with meth. It make you look bad. It'll mm. you know ruin you. Well, it might not directly kill you, but it like in, it'll indirectly maybe kill you. Yeah, not eating isn't great. Because yeah. if you think you can like. Uh, did I tell you this story about my buddy? There's a, a friend of mine I went to college with. He's a police officer in, in Washington State. And uh, uh, I don't know if they were on meth, actually, though. But um, what's, what's. Acts as though they were. Yeah. Well, they. What's that? Whatever the one is, the drug, but it gets you all like riled up and like. Bath uh, salts? No, like, you know, like maybe it's meth, but they think you're like super like, you know, strong and energetic. And like, if you try to like fight a guy on, on whatever, like they'll probably kick your ass because you can't like tase him and stuff. Okay. Um, so anyway, the, 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 uh, the guy's been a police officer since like, since we graduated college, I went to college with him and, uh, he was on duty. He got a call from like a warehouse type play storage unit or something, you know, something. And, uh, maybe like a, might've been, I'm not like a home depot, but something like that maybe. And there's a, but it was like a there was a uh, security guard like uh, at the booth, like outside of like the, like the parking lot, you know, like fenced in or something. might've been like an impound yard or something. I don't yeah. Know. Or like and, a, um, like a lumber yard, something. And uh, the guy, the guy, the, the, they take the call, they show up and they talk to the security guard and the guys, he's like, there's two guys inside. He's like, I'm watching them right now on the monitors. He's like, they broke into the building and he's like, they're trying to steal a lawnmower. And, and, and the, my friend and, and his partner were like, wait, what? 
and they're like, oh, okay, let's take it, you know, take a look and stuff. And so it was these two guys. I'm pretty sure it's meth, but anyway, um, it's definitely meth. Meth people love to steal tools. Yeah, 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 yeah totally. And uh, so they literally were trying to lift like a, a riding lawnmower. Oh shit! They went big. Yeah, and they were trying to push it, lift it up, and push it out of a window <laughs> that was like probably over six feet like high. So like they had to get this thing over their heads and through a window apparently. Did and they? I guess the window was big enough, and. So they were like watching him. They're kind of laughing and they're like, oh, you know, shit. And, and then the guy, the security guard was like, are you going to go in and arrest him? And, and the officer guy was like, he's like, no, man. He's like, those guys are on fucking meth. He's like, if we go in there, they're going to kick our asses. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, so what, here's what we're going to do. We're just going to let them tire themselves out trying to lift this, this lawnmower. And... He's like, when they get tired and they kind of fall down on the ground and, you know, half out, he's like, then we'll go in, we'll like cuff them, arrest them and take them away and stuff. So they're like, well, let's, we'll just keep watching the monitor. We'll just keep an eye on them and make sure. And then it, it took them a while, but literally they almost got the lawnmower up and out the window. Wow. Yeah. But it would have fallen. Huh? It would have just broken on the other side. Yeah, exactly. This isn't a good plan. Yeah. Or it just would have fell on them and killed them. Yeah. And uh, so anyway, they were like, oh, shit, maybe we should go in like before this hits. But like they couldn't get it. And I think they actually got tired out and stuff. So they whatever. So then eventually I think they went in and like, you know, arrested them and stuff. But like, that's what I'm talking about. Like, you think you could do you think you've got strength or you could do something you can't do on meth and it'll get you killed. Yeah. But you know, what's cool about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, what? is that like what other drug gives you that kind of initiative? Yeah. And confidence. As, yeah. And confidence and, and super strength. I, I don't, I'm, I'm pretty sure like that doesn't happen with like people that inhale laptop cleaners. Yeah. 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 Or, or weed like that. Definitely yeah. not weed. Yeah. Or like, yeah, probably not heroin either. They're not, no, doing, they're not doing no. much. cocaine. Maybe to some degree. No way. Cocaine's too fun. You don't want to go do work. You just want no, to talk. But like, it, it does give you the initiative and the, the confidence to go do like, you know, stuff or like, at least, you know, like, oh, I'm going to go hit on that woman or, or like, I'm going to go like, you know, make a million dollars or something. Cause I got this great idea. Yeah. So yeah. yeah there's, up and like, there, they, right, there's a, there's a, there's a, like a, what are they, not a byproduct, but a, a side effect to every drug socially mm-hmm. that, <laughs> that isn't great. Right. Yeah. 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 Totally. <laughs> That's, but that not like just like physically or, no. or it's just like, Oh man, I make some bad decisions. Yes. I tried to steal a lot more. I think that's the point, or the, or like the sort of the, I guess, of drugs, or the, uh, yeah, like you said, it's a side effect, but it's not a good side effect. That's it's my like, problem with mushrooms. Mm. Mushrooms are all the rage now, you know? Yeah. Microdosing. Yeah, everyone's doing it because they like, to, because it, no one wants to, do, like, and I mean, I mean, like in like the middle age community, like the, like the, sure. the, the, the white collar community. You know, they're like, they're, they're, their mushrooms are now like legal sort of in places decriminalized. Mm-hmm. There's like a science you can get chocolate bars with it. And so now people are like kind of using mushrooms like a, a party drug, like, or like a, a social drug. And I just, dis- yeah. I just disagree with that as a concept. It's like, you're just doing that. Cause you don't like, you really want to do cocaine, but you don't want like to do cocaine in your forties or like, you know, right. fuck right. with fentanyl. Right. So people right. are like treating mushrooms like a, a party drug. Natural like that, so they feel like it's a little better for them, like uh, health wise. But they don't realize that they are assholes on mushrooms. Yeah, yeah, people are assholes on mushrooms. They're just sloppy, 
And if you're not on mushrooms and you're around people on mushrooms, like there's that's no fun. Who wants to be around a bunch of people on mushrooms? I have been around people in a long time on mushrooms. You have been? No, I haven't. <laughs> well, like it's been a long time since I've either had you know done mushrooms or been around people on mushrooms. Yeah, mushrooms are no point. Bueno. I, I always they were always fun to me though. Well, that's because you live a happy go lucky life. Well, that's true. I do not live a happy go lucky life. <laughs> So you're an asshole? No, I just can't do it. It's always bad. It's always a bad trip. <laughs> I've never had a fun time on mushrooms. That's because my oh. brain is like, don't go into this mind space, bro. Don't look at things the way they are. <laughs> I want the, I want the, the, the film of reality right, well, and stress. Days, I'm going to do mushrooms while we're hanging out, and we're going to see how you like I have now. some. I'll give them to you. Okay. You I can. don't know if I can do mushrooms anymore. I mean, I would, I, I don't even want to like go down that path. I don't want to like carve out a day and a night. (laughs) (laughs) I've done them camping and it's amazing. Is it? Yeah, it was fun. Oh man. I don't know. It's not for me. Uh, I I enjoyed them. Nature. I liked uh, nature's just too, it's too wild. And I, (laughs) I appreciate, you know, people do mushrooms and like check in with themselves and, Sure, you know, like yeah, uh, like people uh, find a way to or like therapeutic. Uh, yeah, purpose. yeah, like it, like almost like ayahuasca, you know, like and I, and I, I, that's cool, man. If you're gonna like be like, I'm on this earth, I really want to figure out like what's in my brain, yeah, or how things look from this different perspective. Good. My friends just did uh, like uh, like uh, microdose like Molly with a with a therapist and stuff. Um, together, and, and then they did it together. Wait, they microdosed with a therapist. Yeah, she was there with I think with them, and then they they did a session and stuff with, together on it. And the what whole thing because they were in the uh, fucking world. Are you talking about? Yeah, like like I a mean, marriage counseling. Uh, yeah, I guess I don't know. I don't know exactly. Uh, I was just talking to them about the other day, and like they get um, some goddamn details, Chris. I, I, they I did. They went cry. to a rave with their therapist. A, a what? A rave? No, no. <laughs> I think they did it individually with a the therapist. And each, then each I think that's one, part each, of the, that's so, part of the treatment is that they do it separately. They have a session separately, and then they do it in. They she came to their apartment, like a lot of these things do now. Like these people do fuck now. No, <laughs> but I don't think it was like full on, like a full dose of like Molly, because that would be weird. Like with your therapist there, it's and weird no matter what. It's I it's guess, well, it's like all this stuff is like those this microdosing kind of phenomena. It's like I guess it's it's more for it's it's to sort of to get in tune with yourself and each other and, and, and therapeutic stuff. I don't know. Like I, it's, it's interesting to me because I don't sort of how get do you it. even find this? How, like who, how do you even find like this? Well, it's like the mushrooms now. It's like, I think it's just super common now. I know, but how do you find the therapist that's like willing I mean, to hang out with your dumb ass while you're you like to, rolling? Uh, uh, you're like, I really you know, search online. I'm sure want to listen to some bad techno. And the therapist is like, I'm sorry. Nope. Not today. You've got to talk about your feelings. That's crazy to me. I want to meet these people or talk to them. Cause that's <laughs> like the whole ketamine thing. That mm-hmm. seems terrible. Mm. I don't know. Wa- tiny doses. Of, uh, I mean, it helps with depression or something. I don't right. know. Anytime I've ever done Molly, it's mm-hmm. been a while. Don't get me wrong. It's fun. Sure. Oh, yeah. And it's my 20s. I feel fucking horrible after. Like, I oh. feel horrible. It's not even like the next day sure. where you definitely feel bad, but I feel horrible like as it's wearing off. I'm like, oh, God, mm. get me out of this body. Yeah, you're not a, you're not a good druggie. 
<laughs> Stick to the booze, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> the healthy one. <laughs> yep, exactly. All right. Well, that was a weird turn. Uh, Chris, I, uh, before we get quick, before we get into the Super Bowl and our, and our predictions and our prop bets, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I know you had a thing for me, but I I uh, I, d- I did want to say uh, the trade deadline just passed. No, oh, yeah, a lot of talk about how p- bad it was and boring and 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 how it like gets sort of engulfed into the Super Bowl week. Mm-hmm. And like the NBA needs to like I, the NBA needs to like yeah, figure out change it by week or something. Yeah, so I was thinking about this. Why don't they change the trade deadline to All Star Weekend? I thought I thought it used to be almost like the same week because then it's all of a sudden guys weren't guys also like playing. For like a, their new teams or something, you know. That seems kind of familiar. Yeah, I I just like feel like changed a bit. No one that's an all star is going to get traded, no. right? And no, if they did, anymore. it would be bonkers. It'd be cool, yeah. you know. Like you'd be like, "Oh shit, this guy's first game as a pacer, right?" <laughs> is the all star game, but so that like, that doesn't matter, and and it would be like it would put this crazy spin on All Star Weekend, like because players are going to go, right? They're going to go yeah. and party, and you're like. Mm-hmm. You know, Pat Bev's like, let's go Sixers. And he's like, let's go Bucks. You know, like it, yeah. I think it would be like, I would move it to All-Star Weekend. Yeah. It's not going to, it's not going to affect anything. No, no, no. I think it's, yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then the other takeaway from All-Star or from the, the trade deadline is that the Knicks did, I think the Knicks were the, the team that improved the most, right? They had the best trade deadline. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think they, they were the most successful. They they seem to be a real team on on the on the rise. Everybody was uh, very favorable for the for the trade. Yeah, and the Knicks now. So I bet the Knicks last week. Mm-hmm. It was now nine days ago to win the Eastern Conference, not even to win the the championship at plus thirteen hundred. That has shored up to plus seven fifty. Yeah, I mean the the Sixers with Embiid affects it, but and all these trades, but like that is crazy. It's almost half. Or like fifty percent less in one mm-hmm. week. Mm-hmm. People are really jumping on the Knicks. Yeah, which means they'll collapse brilliantly. Right. Um. I. But I'm. I think it's time to do. We'll do a Knicks lament podcast soon. Maybe next week. Perf- or during All Star Weekend. Yeah, maybe All Star Weekend. Yeah. Everybody could talk about how Jalen Brunson's the greatest player that's ever lived. <laughs> the thing about Knicks fans. Mm, here we go. I'm going to say this. Knicks fans, like, it's almost like it's, it doesn't, like, they're like, Jalen Brunson's one of the most popular Knicks of all time. I'm like, every Nick is the most popular Nick of all time mm-hmm. to Knicks fans. They ride or die on such a bizarre level for the most benign, mm-hmm. generic players. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's so funny how beloved a Nick will be to Knicks fans. And I don't know why the Knicks are specific, like why they're so, like the, Quentin Grimes got traded yesterday. Yeah. And I had yeah. two different people that were like, R.I.P. Grimes. I'm like, Grimes is, is busted. He's not good. Like he's, a, he's like medium, but you guys like all invest so much into like your love of these players that you like are really bummed. Like, and the same thing with like Frankie Smokes and the Bullock guy that is, is he even in the league anymore. I think so. And, and like, and Kylo Quinn, like there are all these players that like suck, but they're, <laughs> they're on the Knicks. These Knicks fans can't let go. They're like, they're like the, 
the boyfriend in high school that's like, I know she cheated on me, but like, I just got, I got to love her, you know, I just can't, can't stop, can't stop her. It's like, move on. Don't you think that that's just all, all sports fans? I don't, I, I don't, I'm not bummed, like, you know. No, like, not you specifically, but I think, I think, I think you it's, went, I think it's, it's like, Nick's, I think it's like a, Philly. The, what, who's the only, besides Chris Stapp's Porzingis, is there a Nick that Nick's fans don't still love? Gallinari? I think they still love him. Yeah. Yeah, they they literally love everyone. They like, Carl, they're like, we're cr- oh my goodness, Alex Burks is back, <laughs> yay, <laughs> finally. I feel like Boston does that with like Peyton Pritchard right now in the last couple of years too. But they were like, oh man, we they were like the thing about Boston fans is like I've got a couple in a in a thread I'm on, and they're like, Time Lord, Time Lord, Time Lord, and then Time Lord gets traded, and they're like, whatever, he wasn't that good. I'm like, yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah, well, all right. So I think that's a fair thing is like most teams, yeah, once they're gone, they sort of hate on them. Right, but not. And maybe no, Nick's sort Nick's of. Nick's fans are but, still like, yeah. They're, that's all they got because they haven't won a championship in 50 years. So that's all they got, Chris. They just got endless love for like bench players? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I think so, yeah. Yo, Knox. Like that fucking. We're really going to hear. Emmanuel Quickly and fucking RJ Barrett, two <laughs> underachieving guys. <laughs> come back a week after they've been gone and they get a standing ovation. Even the players were like, what the fuck's going on here? Like, why are they so amped right well, now? That's a whole another thing too, about with these video tributes and standing ovations for like these former players. Like it they feels were fucking like, traded like, like a week later. I like, know. Like, I know. Like that, that's, go, that's, that's over the top and going too far with anybody. And I'm not just saying that. It wasn't like Dave Dravecki came back. I mean, the, the Nets did it with Come on, Kevin I, does Dave Dravecki pull? You're going to walk right over that? That's Durant a t- was like, I, he's like, don't, I don't want a video tribute. Please Durant? don't. Durant? Yeah. For the Nets. Well, the Nets need, a, the, I mean, they, the, they're, they give a video tribute to like <laughs> Brooke Lopez. Like they're <laughs> like, what, you know, it's, yeah. Jason Williams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anybody. They're like, they weren't even on the Knicks. Or I the mean, Nets. they gave, a, they, gave they retired a jersey from a guy from like the '60s or '70s who was like, "Who's this guy?" Yeah. So I listen. I get it. I but I, yeah, I, I don't know. I, it's um, yeah, the Knicks might be a, a, a sort of a, a a different breed of fandom than from everyone else. Maybe there. Maybe I don't it's know. a healthier place. Maybe after you do Molly with your therapist, you're like, you know what? Just love everybody hey, forever. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. They contributed to this team. They played. Basketball on a basketball. Oh, fucking bing bong. (laughs) What are the Knicks fans going to do? And this is a question I'll pose to them Mm. on the podcast. What are they going to do if they have a successful year? What if they make it to the finals? Oh, what if they win it? What then? What will they even? What 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 are they going to do? They'll be they'll have an empty place in their heart from all of the years of woe is me. They're all going to have to go. How are they going to take f- Molly with yeah, their therapist? With their therapist, to, like, get to the, to the bottom of this. They're yeah, really gonna the, search themselves. They're going to be like, all I wanted was Jalen Brunson to be acknowledged as the greatest player to ever play, and now <laughs> he is, and I don't know what to do with that empty space. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like most teams, or most teams, yeah, fans. There are. I mean, the fans are so ridiculous, and outrageous, anyway. So it's. Um, I don't know if I don't know if it's that far. But there might be. I, I, there's, there's, there's a path there. I can see it. Maybe that Knicks are uh, maybe a little more. I do like that the Knicks fans have to root for Villanova players. <laughs> That's pretty fun. 
Well, it's not like they can have like St. John's players to root for. Exactly. They're like, we got to root for Philly. Yeah. Like or in, like Rutgers. Indirectly have to root for Philly. I'm talking a big game with no one that can come back. Just <laughs> can't defend yourself. I'm out here being fucking Colin Coward, just shitting on people. Yeah, well, you know, you, you got your specialty, you know? that's uh... Hey, that's not my specialty. I'm a good guy. I take mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in touch with myself. Maybe, maybe you start taking mushrooms in Mali with your therapist. Maybe, maybe, you, would, maybe you would, yeah. You that would, would be so me. awkward because I only do therapy on, with a, like in Zoom. Yeah, <laughs> great. <laughs> Just staring at my throat. What's up? Ah, oh, it's a weird connection. Yeah, the guy's like, "Wait, I didn't authorize this. Why are you? Why are you?" T- <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I thought that's what we do now. <laughs> you only have twenty minutes left. I'm just starting to peak, man. Yeah. <laughs> Can you change your background? <laughs> you need something with your skin today. It looks nice. <laughs> I want to reach through that screen and give you a back rub. <laughs> I love you, man. You're great. You're the greatest therapist I've ever had. I do that already. Oh, man. I give him flowers. I give him flowers all the time. Makes him uncomfortable. That's great. Yeah. Uh, well, we have like only like 20 minutes left. Do you want to talk about the Super Bowl? Uh, yeah. You had a we, thing. You, what's your thing you wanted to talk about, too? You had like a... Well, that's not a, it's not a Super Bowl thing, but we can, okay, we can well, get to it. I had, this weird, I had this weird um, sort dream. of... Dream situation scenario happened the other night uh last week i was walking to my friend's house to go watch the knicks play who are they playing they lost lakers. last saturday night the lakers maybe oh yeah the lakers and uh so i was walking away and i walked past one of the side streets in my neighborhood and there's um all right let me set this up actually first i'm listening you, you never like you know in the movies where like you know something you know like you walk by like in the movies like someone like walks by a house or like some situation and there's like the doors are like open and it's like dark and then you're like you know then they're like oh the doors you know that door's open let me go check it out and you're like no no no, you're not supposed to go check that that door you know like something bad's gonna happen mm-hmm. right it happens all the time in movies it's a it's a it's a it's a don't go in there yeah well you set up so i was walking in our neighborhood and uh we uh i was uh walked by this church and the church has like it's the church on the corner, and then there's like the, I think, what do they call it? The rectory, like behind it. And in between, there's like this fence and a gate. Mm-hmm. The gate is open, mm-hmm. which it never is. And I, I walk there almost on a daily basis when I You're walk like, the dog. Now's my, t- my chance. Let's, <laughs> let's do it. And then, but then I look down, and, and it's, a, it's a narrow corridor from the street to the, to the back of the church or the rectory. And it's, uh, there's a door there, and that door's open, like a jar. And I was like, oh God, like that's, and that door is never open, right? You can't, you're you not don't just want, like, you could just, you got to walk away at that point. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That, and that's what I did. Like I stood there for like five seconds. Thank going, goodness. Well, that's weird. I was like, you know, like, I hope everything's all right. Like, why would those doors be open? Like those doors are never open. All that can happen in that scenario. Best case, nothing. Right. Worst case, there's a murder. Right. And even worse, <laughs> you're now a part of this. Right. And there isn't a world where you're not on camera and like you're a suspect. Yeah, exactly. Right. That's you're immediately I was, a suspect. I was me. There's like a million different scenarios going through my head in that five seconds. And I was like, Oh man. Even I'm if you're not a suspect, you have to see something gross. Right. You're not right. going to be, there's no hero scenario. There's no meth guy stealing a lawnmower that you're going to crack <laughs> the code. Right. Right. 
Fucking Encyclopedia <laughs> Britannica or whatever. Like situations don't ever actually happen, like, in real life when you see them in a movie. You know, but then all of a sudden, like, I've, I don't think I've ever found myself in, like, sort of that sort of possible scenario. Yeah, well, you avoided it. Yeah, and I was like, I, th- I, think, <laughs> I think that's also my, see, like, like, my superpowers. Like, well, skinned like, altar boys <laughs> hanging upside down by their that's ankles. exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> like, just some old... Like pastors just butt naked. Yeah. Wearing yeah. someone's flesh. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh God, I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't yeah. see anything. You try to cross like, yourself. He's like, nah, <laughs> it doesn't work on me. Da, da, da. Lord and Levin. <laughs> yeah. Hallowed be thy uh, name. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, I just, I was like, I, it was like totally one of those situations where I just was like, oh, this you made is... the right, you made the right call. Yeah. I was like, this, this is one of those weird things. It's like, it's like you said, it's probably nothing like the door. Like, you know, there's probably no one even there or something. Like you're just going to get whatever. yelled at. Some janitor was going to be like, what the fuck are you doing back here? Yeah, you get the hell out of here. You're not supposed yeah. to be here. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I was trying to be nice. Like yeah. open door. Yeah. Yeah. Mind your own fucking business. I guess is the point of the story. Good job. So you want to talk about the Super Bowl? Do you want to do you want to talk about? And do you have do you have prop bets that you like? You know what? I don't because I just all we just basically we talked about them. I'm like just the only thing is I could sort of find was like uh, you know, sort of over unders with like running backs and quarterbacks, and I still even those I was like, ugh, these are just everything seems so either formulaic and boring or like nothing's nothing's sort of just standing out. I guess I like a couple of random scenarios like. The Chiefs to win the first half, Niners to win the game. Yeah, that one feels like a like a a fun thing. Like you're like, yeah. oh, the Chiefs. Oh, here they are. They're up by ten, and then the Niners like, and the Purdy magic because he seems to play better late in games. There's a bet you can. This doesn't even feel like a prop, but like Purdy rushing attempts is three. Okay, sure. And so you like if they win, you get a kneel down. You know that's one. Mm-hmm. And so that feels mm-hmm. like pretty good, but like the odds aren't long enough and I don't want to like parlay prop bets. Right. So you're just going to sit there and put a bunch of like hundred dollar bets. The hundred dollars pays $30. Like I don't have that kind of swing, you know? Yeah. 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 So then you, one, then you bet um, longer arts. Go ahead. Yeah. There was the only one I was, I was like, you know, like it was like the anytime touchdowns, you know, it's like, cause it was Pacheco and McCaffrey or, or like minus, he like one something or two something. Right. You know, those are like kind of gimmies. But then there was a few other guys that I was looking at that, um, and I didn't even write it down. Cause I was even like, even these just kind of feel stupid. Yeah. Um, so you, but it was so like, you know, like Brandon, Ayuk, I think was like 170 and Debo Samuel was 135 for a longest uh, reception or something. No, no. Anytime, anytime, anytime. touchdown oh. during the game. And I was like, those seem like pretty actually decent odds to like, uh, you know, in the plus in the plus range because like you know if anybody's going to score a touchdown, it's probably going to be one of those two wide receivers for San Francisco. What about Kittle though? Kittle's one seventy. See, one seventy. Kittle's my gu- my guy in this. I feel like we've everyone's kind of forgotten about Kittle. Mm-hmm. But I can see Kittle like having like a monster game. Yeah, and like and because they can't get to those receivers or whatever, and the pl- and the play is just like let's go to Kittle, and he scores two touchdowns and wins the MVP. At like plus whatever it is, plus six thousand or something. Yeah. So, I, like, but but, it, but there, is there a world where a receiver catches passes touchdowns and the and the quarterback doesn't win the MVP? No. So like no. that, all your the only good bet on that is just to take running backs if you want longer odds. Otherwise, just bet the minus one twenty five that like Patrick Mahomes is going to be the MVP. You know. I mean, I I there was 
there's there's sort of the scenario of like um you know Mahomes didn't have that great a game I mean, he was 30 for 39, 240 and a touchdown. That's a, and, that's an MVP. Like, even if Pacheco has like 140 and a t- two touchdowns, maybe, maybe that's enough. Right. But I don't see it. I, I was just going to say, well, so like in the, in the, against Kansas City, Mahomes was 17 of 23 for 215 and two touchdowns. So it's two touchdowns is probably the difference maker. But I was going to say, like, if he, if he only, if he only throws for like one touchdown, but, and like, you know, if 100 of his 200 yards is to Kelsey, you know, then maybe Kelsey gets like the MVP just because of sort of like these like these kind of like silly narratives, especially with him and like Taylor Swift and stuff. I feel like there that's like a kind of a swaying could be a swaying factor. Oh, him, like, the world will implode if oh, Travis I, Kelsey wins the MVP. I know, but like so that's the only other thing too that I was thinking like there there is a world where like maybe like Kelsey's the only other one who realistically could get like MVP just based on sort of external storylines. Yeah, yeah. But I don't even know what the odds are on that. But I guess that he's probably like plus two, two something. Oh, plus twelve hundred. Okay. Yeah. See? I do that one. Yeah. Plus twelve hundred. Travis Kelsey put it in because it's fun to root for too. Sure. Okay. The only prop bet, or one of the only prop bets that I like that's long odds is either team to kick a game-winning walk-off field goal. Yeah. It's plus eight hundred. Yeah. Why wouldn't that happen? Because it's rare. I don't know. It just feels like it hasn't happened in a long time. That's either. why. You, that's why you take it long I, odds. I know, but I think we. I think we always kind of go down that road this every year. And and I think that's the thing too. It's like we we. I, I feel like we've just over the years like it's always kind of feels like this just the same bets year after year. Yeah. Because there's nothing else out there. There's nothing fun. It, it's sort of just it's kind of become just sort of like sort. Of, I guess the the mundane routineness of like Super Bowl betting. The one thing that I've noticed this year that I haven't seen before is the like combined jersey number TD score thing. Yeah, I was looking at that actually, and it's like, and for some reason, under one twenty one, that's the number they've chosen, mm-hmm. has like longer odds than over. I guess, but like, what fucking random ass shit? Like, is somebody out there like writing down all the numbers and like the potential outcomes? Like, it's crazy. Yeah, and that's combined well, TD score. That's not just like. Of the Chiefs or of the Niners, you know? Yeah, anybody. So I, I'm kind of with you, like, not to be a downer, but, like, I don't... Longest running... Longest reception for a running back. Like, these are just, like, weird things. Yeah, right? It's... Yeah, exactly. I guess if I was... If I was going to... Making give, stuff it, up to, like, make you bet on something, that's, like, you know... I, if I was going to give advice to a new gambler... I would probably bet like the like what I said I wouldn't do but like bet just go go with the thing that feels like the less like the if it's like like that version right there the TD score number thing like over 121 is minus and plus and and, and under is plus 125 just take the the lower odds there's a reason there are lower odds mm-hmm. just take lower odds just do mm-hmm. a bunch of low odds prop bets so that because because mm-hmm. you're yeah honestly that's kind of the conclusion I came to is just sort of take the safer bets this yeah, year, or the ones it. that are like the most um not favorable least favorable I guess or whatever just like anytime touchdowns McCaffrey like okay yeah that's probably yeah. just a, like yeah yeah that but that bet's been hitting for that one and Pacheco has yeah. been hitting for me like all playoffs right exactly and or like interceptions thrown I love off. I love interceptions thrown yeah take, that's a good one take them both just mm-hmm. assume that they're it's not going to be an interceptionless game. <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. Right. That's what I would do. Because mm-hmm. both of these defenses are pretty strong. They'll probably force them into, into a few bad throws. So I like the Kelsey one. I'm going to take that. Okay. And I'm probably going to take the yellow Gatorade. Those are my pets. There you go. Yeah. Now, the game. Okay. The actual Super Bowl. Super Bowl LV1. I don't know. Uh, so for the playoffs, we are both 6-6. Six and six. You had a great week last week. You went 2-0. and oh, In a week that's impossible to get right. Mm. So congratulations. By going with the, the underdogs, you got both of them. So 6-6 six and 6-6 six and, six and six. I consider that a win. Personally. For sure. 100%. Like for these Especially playoffs... Previous years and stuff. That was yes. uh, that was a huge. Run. So we're still amazing. <laughs> so repeat for everyone who didn't know. Uh, Chris finished the season one thirty nine, one twenty three, and eleven. I finished one forty three, one eighteen, and eleven. Banner year regular season. Mm. If if either one of us can come out of the playoffs with a winning record, it's we're basically the greatest that have ever done this. <laughs> It only took like eight years. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. To get it to, to start, you know, being <laughs> smart. <laughs> Not going with sure. our gut. That's what just, it is, being smart, yeah. I mm-hmm. mean, for me, it was like less like, I think the, you know, like, I'm just going to guess of what I th- think of the story is, you know, which has worked for me in, here and there, but. <laughs> sure. Also, uh, one bet I, fe- I realized you can't make, which I think is bullshit is you can't bet, like, a backup quarterback anything. Like, there's no, like, Sam Darnold to throw an interception or Sam Darnold to complete a pass. Like, that's, I, that's, that's a prop bet I want. I want a backup quarterback prop. Okay. Where you see a scenario in which they got a fucking, you know, Purdy gets hurt, and suddenly Darnold's in there, and he throws three touchdowns. You just want to see Darnold in the game. If Darnold played in that game, I would, I hate the Niners, but if Darnold, if they were, like, Purdy has appendicitis. I would be all in on the Niners. Like I, 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 that's all it would take for me to change my allegiance. In fact, if the Niners win, I will be happy that Sam Darnold has a, t- a Super Bowl ring. Sure, that will make it for me. Okay, great. <laughs> I don't. I, I love. I love how you have this love for Sam Darnold for no reason. I, I know. I just love him. I think he's great. <laughs> Did you, does did this this whole playoffs like does that change your your mind and scenario about Brock Purdy at all? No, I don't like, like him. A month or so ago, or maybe more than that, you were like, "Not nah, Sam Darnold's way better than Brock Purdy." He's definitely way better than Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy lost two playoff games and somehow won, just because like people can't catch his interceptions. <laughs> like they should have lost that game last week. They were getting smoked, and then that w- weird interception, whatever. Like maybe he's lucky. But I don't think he's I mean, he good. won the game at the end for them. I don't I mean, like him. Okay, I know I th- you don't. I think Sam Darnold's better. Okay. And I definitely think Patrick Mahomes is better. <laughs> well, obviously. No, that one, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I think, I mean, I'm going to sort of take the fun out of this, I guess, because I think we're both going to take Kansas City plus two. So, definitely. I want to. But I don't want us to, like, do I want us to end up with the same record for the for, for the season? Yeah. About us competing, yeah. I would if I was gam- if I was betting on this I game. I'd bu- I honestly, for the life of me, now like for this whole playoffs and actually this whole season, you've been so Kansas City 
yeah. and not betting on him. And I even went down that road of betting against him for, for the first couple of weeks of the playoffs. And then I, I learned my lesson and I can't believe you would just flop like that all of a sudden and go against Kansas city. Now, wait, you mean because I'm the only person that chose Kansas city in every round. And now everyone's like, don't bet against Kansas city. <laughs> yeah, can't bet exactly. against Mahomes. I won three, three of my six games were all Kansas city. They've been an underdog in every fucking game. Yep. And yet, here we are, it's underdogs again. This earlier in the week, San Francisco was was minus one, and now it's up to two. And I, I'm like, this is I, I can't believe that that's actually the case. That it, they're I, honestly, and I know probably for the Super Bowl you can't probably do a pick 'em, but this game should really be a pick 'em. I agree. You can't do it because then people wouldn't bet it. Right. They don't do pickums anymore. I don't know if you've noticed this, but there are. I think yeah, I kind of have. I think I just never really thought about it. They're gone. They don't do yeah. pickums anymore. They used yeah. to. It would. Yeah. It was fun. You could just bet the game. Be like, who's gonna win? A pickum. You just get to choose who wins. But now they want you to fucking get in your mind mm-hmm. and look at two. It's always one, one and a half, two. They want to get in your mind. Right. And they want you to. Oh. You, they want you to question this. If this was a fucking pickum, all the money would be on Kansas City. But because they have a plus two against them, people are like, wait a minute. Right. What do what does the Vegas know that I don't know? Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna go ahead and that's out that two is enough for me. <laughs> so I'm you know. So now, yeah, Kansas City. All right. So now I wanna I wanna let's talk about this the over under because it's forty seven and a half. Yeah, that's and I was like, that feels kinda low to me. But it seems everything I've read and all your experts, whatever you've come across, everyone's like, you'd take the under on this one. I mean, I love the under, but these playoffs, there's been some high scoring games. That's what I was thinking. And, and I was like, this one, literally it's both teams would have to score 24 points each to get the over. I was like, that's not that high. But then I went back and kind of looked at some of Kansas City's games and they like they scored 17 and they, they like they were under 20 a couple of times. They, so they struggled offensively a little bit. They did not hit. They hit. It was the under and their wild card. It was the. Over in the divisional, and it was under in the conference. So, right, right. that's now, probably now, safe. I think. Those, I think. I'd, I bet the under, even though there have been more overs in the these playoffs. I think I would hit the under. Yeah, and then San Francisco has been scoring some points too, and whatnot. Uh, they haven't had a problem, but they probably haven't played great defenses. Uh, they haven't played fucking anybody. They played Green Bay and Detroit. They played two yeah. teams from the same conference that, that weren't even well, in the weren't even in the playoff conversation really for a while. Like people have well, written Detroit the Lions all, off. Detroit was all season. I'm fuck them. But anyway, that's here and here and there. So yeah, I, I think I agree with they're you. They're not think, going think, against Lafleur, and they're not going against right. Pat they're McAfee. Against they're going against time and Steve Spagnola. Yeah. Uh, so I think yeah, I think I'm gonna agree. I. I I want to sort of take the over, but everyone keeps, you know, everything I keep reading is like, take the under. And I'm like, I don't know if I could go against that or not. All right. So if we tie, let's do this. You, All right. I, there's the tiebreaker. The tiebreaker. What do you, right. I'll, take, I'll take the over. You can take the under. Perfect. That's the tiebreaker. All right. Great. We did it. There we go. The tiebreaker. <laughs> All right. Do you have any parting thoughts? Uh, yeah. Well, there's one little thing that was starting to grind my gears a little bit. Oh, actually, okay. there's two things real quick. One, the, the Seattle Storm and the WNBA, they pulled off what I was worried they weren't going to do. They signed both Skylar Diggins-Smith and Neke Agumakwe. You got your so I'm like, okay, I'm all, I'm all, I'm all, I'm all, everything's all right in the world. And then last, uh, this one story that came out this week for the, the Super Bowl, and the, the, the NFL owners, like a couple of years ago, like they did this whole, you know, part of the Rooney rule thing is they did this whole thing with um, 
diversity hiring where if if you if a team hires a uh, a minority guy from either the front office or the coaching staff to a promotional or uh, he gets promoted to a a, a higher uh, job title, right? Uh, the team that loses the person gets a comp- uh, compensatory draft pick. What? Right. So, so it's like so. Say if like you're you know like the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers loses a guy in their front office and he becomes the general manager from another team, they would get like maybe like a third round, somewhere between a seventh and a third round pick okay. in the next draft. You know, and then also with the coaching staff as well, that happens. So San Francisco has been really good about this in the last like four to five years. They've had at least one guy each season, sometimes two, leave for, you know, getting a promotion to a different team. And so they've been getting a lot of compensatory picks. Right. And this is the thing that the NFL owners themselves like agreed to, like put in the like amendment in the, in the thing or whatever. I so this is what know about this. they were like, this is a great idea. Now, because San Francisco is basically the only team who's really benefiting from this, all like most of the NFL owners are now pissed off about it and can't and don't like this rule at all. But they won't say it out loud, and not the Steelers owners. No, they have said it out loud because they've they've literally complained to it. <laughs> Where it's gotten out, it's gotten published now. Like they they to like a reporter, there was an article about how good like San Francisco is and Shanahan and his offense and all the things that they do. And part of that story that everyone's like focusing on now, instead of the actual story that they it was this little snippet about how actually a few owners were actually like verbally, uh, like on like off record, but like on. Uh, they, we don't know who they, who it was, but they were actually, you know, complaining like this isn't fair of a situation, even though this is exactly what they wanted, but their teams can't figure out how to use this to their advantage. Maybe, maybe then I do like the Niners. <laughs> <laughs> Darnold plays. I'm rooting for the Niners. Oh that's, my that, God. That if Darnold plays. That says it. Do you have anything else to grind your gear? That's it. No, that was it. It was that's, quick ones. That's a good one. I just, um, but that's just that, that's such the NFL in a nutshell is that they NFL they, owners they can't sta- they can't they just can't stand like doing like it, it, it's such a racist trope of themselves is like God forbid that someone else gets hired who is a minority yeah, everyone can you do don't it. want it but you don't want to promote those people in 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 your own organization so you could you know sort of maybe it will help your organization yourself yep. Jerry it's, Jones was definitely the guy that complained about it. Oh, for sure. For sure. 100%. Yeah. And Kraft. Those are yeah. the two guys. All right. Well, good, sure. good luck with the Super Bowl, everybody. <laughs> I hope it makes your dreams come true. I hope you have a super Sunday. Mm. And I hope you have a super enjoy Sunday. Enjoy Usher. It's funny that Usher has to be there, and Taylor Swift is the most famous singer. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. All right. Peace. Bye-bye. Okay. Oh, my God.